Good morning and welcome to Morning Prayer on Monday the 21st of December. We are now into the last week of Advent on the home stretch towards Christmas Day. Mm. Right. So, how many sleeps till Christmas today, Scott? Oh, I'm going to go for four. Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night. Four nights sleep. Super. Right, quick look at the website, richmondhudselparish.org.uk. Busy weekend at St Mary's in Richmond. So if we have a look at the What's On page on the events, there was yesterday the Lessons and Carol service. That was at half six and went really well. It went really well. It was just lovely. If you weren't able to be there in person mm. you or watch it on YouTube at the time, you can find a link to watch it on YouTube. So that is good. There is also a link to watch the All Age Worship Service, which we had the All Age Worship Band there. Uh, Paul was preaching. I think there's something to do with balloons. Is that right? Uh, balloons were there and are still there. Excellent. So you can watch that as well. Um, obviously, there's the information about what Christmas services are available. My understanding is that the crib service at half past at four o'clock is now fully booked, but there is still space at the half five crib service if you wish to book for that. There is nine, no, there's not, there's midnight mass at half past 11 on Christmas Eve. Then there's an eight o'clock and a 10 o'clock service on Christmas Day. Obviously, throughout all this time, there is Deanery Zoom Compline. You can still join that at nine o'clock every night. And um, other than that, I think that is probably it. a really good idea just to keep an eye on the website. The pew sheet's on there as well. Is that it? I think so. I think so. There's plenty going on. But yeah, keep an eye on the website for instructions, for up-to-date information. And nothing, as a result of Boris's announcement on Saturday, nothing has changed for us as far as services are concerned. Um, we're in the right tier to be still carrying on as normal or whatever normal is. So I think we shall make a start on morning prayer on Monday, the 21st of December. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Reveal among us the light of your presence, that we may behold your power and glory. Blessed are you, sovereign God of all. To you be praise and glory forever. In your tender compassion, the dawn from on high is breaking upon us. Dispel the lingering shadows of night. As we look for your coming among us this day, open our eyes to behold your presence and strengthen our hands to do your will, that the world may rejoice and give you praise. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God forever. The earth is the Lord's and all that fills it, the compass of the world, and all who dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas, and set it firm upon the rivers of the deep. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Or who can rise up in his holy place? Those who have clean hands and a pure heart, who have not lifted up their soul to an idol, nor sworn an oath to a lie. They shall receive a blessing from the Lord, 
a just reward from the God of their salvation. Such is the company of those who seek him, of those who seek your face, O God of Jacob. Lift up your heads, O gates. Be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord who is mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O gates. Be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts, he is the King of glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. The night has passed, and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. The last time this came up, you got to read it. I'm a jealous woman. Hey. I am. Well, you're more than welcome. No, to no, it's your turn. Well, this is Psalm 121, which Gillian likes very much. The Lord shall keep you from all evil. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where is my help to come? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not suffer your foot to stumble. He who watches over you will not sleep. Behold, he who keeps watch over Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord himself watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand, so that the sun shall not strike you by day neither the moon by night. The Lord shall keep you from all evil. It is he who shall keep your soul. The Lord shall keep watch over your going out and your coming in from this time forth forevermore. The Lord shall keep you from all evil. Lord, ever watchful and ever faithful, we look to you to be our defence, and we lift our hearts to know your help through Jesus Christ, our Lord. But Psalm 122. It's also a nice psalm. Yeah, but it's not that one. <laughs> How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts. I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. And now our feet are standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem build as a city that is at unity in itself. Thither the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, as is decreed for Israel, to give thanks to the name of the Lord. For there are, for there are set the thrones of judgment, the thrones of the house of David. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. Peace be within your walls and tranquility within your palaces. For my kindred and companions' sake, I will pray that peace be with you. For the sake of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek to do you good. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts. 
God of our pilgrimage, bring us with joy to the eternal city founded on the rock and give to our earthly cities the peace that comes from above through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Got another um, psalm? Yeah. Psalm 123. Our eyes wait upon the Lord our God. To you I lift up my eyes, to you that are enthroned in the heavens. As the eyes of servants look to the hand of their master, or the eyes of a maid to the hand of her mistress, so our eyes, they wait upon the Lord our God until he have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us, O Lord, have mercy upon us. For we have had more than enough of contempt. Our soul has had more than enough of the scorn of the arrogant and of the contempt of the proud. Our eyes wait upon the Lord our God. Sovereign God, enthroned in the heavens, look upon us with your eyes of mercy as we look on you with humility and love and fill our souls with your peace through Jesus Christ our Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Got Isaiah 52. See, my servant shall prosper. He shall be exalted and lifted up, and shall be very high. Just as there were many who were astonished at him, so marred was his appearance beyond human semblance, and his form beyond that of mortals. So he shall startle many nations. Kings shall shut their mouths because of him, for that which had not been told them they shall see, and that which they had not heard they shall contemplate. Who has believed what we have heard? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he grew up before him like a young plant and like a root out of dry ground. He had no form or majesty that we should look at him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by others, a man of suffering and acquainted with infirmity. And as one from whom others hid their faces, he was despised and we held him of no account. Surely he has borne our infirmities and carried our diseases, yet we accounted him stricken, struck down by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the punishment that made us whole, and by his bruises we are healed. For we like sheep have gone astray, we have all turned to our own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. Like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, and like a sheep that before its shearer is silent, so he did not open his mouth. By a perversion of justice he was taken away. Who could have imagined his future? For he was cut off from the land of the living, stricken for the transgression of my people. 
They made his grave with the wicked and his tomb with the rich, although he had done no violence and there was no deceit in his mouth. Yet it was the will of the Lord to crush him with pain. When you make his life an offering for sin, he shall see his offspring and shall prolong his days. Through him the will of the Lord shall prosper. Out of his anguish he shall see light, he shall find satisfaction through his knowledge. The righteous one, my servant, shall make many righteous and he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore I will allot him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strength, because he poured out himself to death and was numbered with the transgressors. Yet he bore the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. Well, that's a remarkable passages from Scripture. Um, and Isaiah 53 follows as well. There's the servant things. So what on earth has gone through Isaiah's mind 700 years or so well, before it's, Christ? It's hard to imagine that it's not written in aftersight or, or as with hindsight, isn't it? And yeah, it wasn't, was it? It was a prophecy, wasn't it? And an interesting reading for the start of Christmas week. Fascinating. It was perfect, so. isn't it? I was just thinking that. I was thinking, wow, I mean, to put that in then. Because mm. why wouldn't you look to Easter when you talk about Christmas? You can't do one without the other. It's not something you'd necessarily associate with um, the nativity stories of Luke. So it's a, it's, no, it's fantastic. Anyway, here ended the sermon. Mm. Lift up your voice with strength. O herald of good tidings, the wilderness, Lord, the majesty of our God. Strengthen the weary hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to the anxious, be strong, fear not. Your God is coming with judgment, coming with judgment to save you. Then shall the eyes of the blind be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then shall the lame leap like a heart. And the tongue of the dumb sing for joy. For water shall break forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The ransomed of the Lord shall return with singing, with everlasting joy upon their heads. Joy and gladness shall be theirs, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. Lift up your voice with strength, O herald of good tidings. We did last the other day. Yeah. And then we read Romans. Yeah. Well, and uh, we had the first chapter of Romans. Romans. Yeah. That's a tough read, but a great read. This is 2 Peter, chapter 1, second letter of Peter. Simeon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who have received a faith as precious as ours through the righteousness of our God and Saviour Jesus Christ. To you, may grace and peace be yours in abundance in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. His divine power has given us everything needed for life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Thus he has given us, through these things, his precious and very great promises, 
so that through them you may escape from the corruption that is in the world because of lust, and may become participants in the divine nature. For this very reason, you must make every effort to support your faith with goodness, and goodness with knowledge, and knowledge with self-control, and self-control with endurance, and endurance with godliness, and godliness with mutual affection, and mutual affection with love. For if these things are yours and are increasing among you, they keep you from being ineffective and unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For anyone who lacks these things is short-sighted and blind and is forgetful of the cleansing of past sins. Therefore, brothers and sisters, be all the more eager to confirm your call and election, for if you do this, you will never stumble. For in this way, entry into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ will be richly provided for you. Therefore, I intend to keep on reminding you of these things, though you know them already, and are established in the truth that has come to you. I think it right, as long as I am in this body, to refresh your memory, since I know that my death will come soon, as indeed our Lord Jesus Christ has made clear to me. And I will make every effort, so that after my departure, you may be able at any time to recall these things. Now's the time to awake out of sleep. For the night is far spent, and the day is at hand. Now is our salvation nearer than when we first believed. For the night is far spent. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and put on the armour of light. For the day is at hand. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh. The night is far spent, and the day is at hand. Like the sun in the morning sky, the saviour of the world will dawn like rain upon the meadows. The Christ will come down upon us. To be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, God promised of old, to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us, show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, child, you shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, 
and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Like the sun in the morning sky, the Saviour of the world will dawn. Like rain upon the meadows, the Christ will come down upon us. So let's pray. And so on this Monday morning, we give thanks for the start of a new week. Not just any week, but the start of the week which will bring us to Christmas Eve and to Christmas Day. The day at the end of what has been a very long Advent with its ups and downs. We give thanks for the weekend which we have just had. A weekend again with its ups and downs giving thanks for the services which we have attended, whether in person or online or on the phone or on television, or just by sitting on our own quietly and being with you. We give thanks for the creativity of the church and people leading worship that we can join in in these different ways. And at Richmond, we give thanks for the fact that the eight o'clock and the 10 o'clock were able to meet that there was able to be a lessons and carols and that Compline continues throughout the week. We give thanks for all these different services, giving thanks for your inspiration and for your leading and guiding hand as to how to do these services. We give thanks for the readings we have read this morning, for the writings of Isaiah, and for his talking of something which happened or which will come to happen many, many centuries after he's written it. We think towards the birth of Jesus, and yet we cannot do one without the other. We cannot think of the birth of Jesus without the death and resurrection of him. And so we hold both of those in our hearts and in our minds as we journey towards a Christmas day. A Christmas day for many of us, like no Christmas day that we have had in living memory. For some of us, it will be a much more different Christmas than other years. We pray for those who will find it particularly tough this year. Those who have lost loved ones, whether with a virus or with illness or other reasons. And so we pray for your comfort and your uplifting presence on Christmas Day. And we pray that we can all reach out to each other to remind each other of our love for each other and our love for you. And holding at the heart of Christmas Day, the birth of you. We pray for those who are advising our government. We pray for our government and our Queen. We pray for them in these exceptionally hard times, times which have not been trodden before. And so we pray for your guidance, that there are people there who can be led by you. We pray for those who are rolling out this vaccine this week, working so hard. We have heard of many in the surrounding areas who will be getting their vaccine this week. And we give thanks for those who are giving up their time and volunteering to take people for vaccines, to administer vaccines, giving thanks for all the research which has happened over these past few months. 
Remember those who are poorly in body, mind or spirit. Those who are sad or confused. Those who need your healing presence for their families and their friends. And we remember those who are mourning at this time, whether recently or in the past. Somehow it seems more raw at times like this. And again, we pray for your comfort. We pray for the shops and businesses across this country. We pray for them in all the different parts of the country with different tiers and different levels. Pray for the shops and businesses around here, giving thanks for their hard work and their care and concern to look after us. And we pray that if we are going out to shops or having other people shop for us, that we will keep them safe just as they are trying to keep us safe. And finally, we pray for this week ahead, that it will be a special time, a special time as we await your birth and the coming of your kingdom. Lord, in your mercy. Yeah, our prayer. God, our Redeemer, who prepared the Blessed Virgin Mary to be the mother of your son, grant that as she looked for his coming as our Saviour, so we may be ready to greet him when he comes again as our judge, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Awaiting his coming in glory, let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. May the Lord, when he comes, find us watching and waiting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.